If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What is up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the Game Time Guru podcast. I am Shane Larson, the host of this podcast, and I'm glad to have you with me. Big shout out to all my subscribers who have been with me, um, whether it be from day one or you're brand new to this and you just subscribed. Anyone who's listened to one episode, 100 episodes, whatever, I greatly appreciate you because you've contributed to the growth of this show. So thank you so much for everything you guys have done. Um, If you haven't left me a review yet, feel free to do so on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform. But Apple Podcasts really helps me out. Uh, For anybody who has an iPhone, you're listening to this, please head over there real quick. Give me a review. It takes like 30 seconds. It really helps me out and has been a huge reason why this uh, show has continued to grow in recent years. Guys, I am a huge boxing fan. Huge. Uh, I, I fought for three years when I was in high school. So from the time I was 15 years old to the time I was 18, I, I fought for Golden Gloves in Idaho. Now, I was not the best boxer, nor was I even the best in my gym. Um, I will say this. So I had good instincts, and I, and I learned a lot in those three years. And so from the time I started when I was 15 to the time I had my last fight when I was 18, um, the amount of growth and respect I had for the sport, it was just so much higher. I, I can't even explain. So when someone actually, you know, you have a different perspective on the sport, it really, really changes, you know, your, your respect for fighters or whatever sport it is, the athletes and the work they put in. That's why I love Tyson Fury so much because guys, boxing is a very, very difficult sport for the casual fan out there. You see these fighters and they're fighting, um, they're fighting, uh, at a, at a level that is so high that it almost looks like it's boring. Um, and that's what it's, it's hard for a casual fan to see that. But the fact that this guy, Tyson Fury, who's six foot nine, 300 pounds, 300 plus pounds, like to be able to be so nimble and, and have such fast hands is unbelievable. But it's not only that, it's the fact that he's come back from so much in his life and he's a very relatable dude. So let's talk about him as a person for a second. Some may disagree with his political views. Now, he's a strong Christian-minded individual, and uh, he's very open about his beliefs, and that's totally fine. That's kind of why I like him. He's very charismatic. I know that Israel Gutierrez from ESPN was a little bit frustrated uh, because of the comments on homosexuality that Tyson Fury made uh, to the media, um, but that's because of his strong Christian beliefs. Like that's his beliefs. He he wasn't hating on homosexuals by any means when he made a statement. Um, I see why they would be offended by what he said, or how they could get offended or feel you know, threatened by what he said. He wasn't b- being hateful whatsoever. Um, he was stating what, what he felt was, was accurate in regards to, to homosexuality. So I do see why people would get a little bit frustrated there. I listened to Israel Gutierrez's uh, comments and I, and I understand him. I see him, I hear him and I understand him, uh, from his point of view. That being said, Tyson Fury is such a likable dude, you know, for the, for the majority of people, um, regardless of your background, just because of how charismatic he is and how relatable he is. What I mean by that is if you guys have not followed Tyson Fury, he, two years ago, he beats, uh, Klitschko in a heavyweight title bout, bout, and, uh, you know, he, he was on top of the world and then he fell into this deep, dark, from what we thought was unexpected depression. Now come to find out he's battled with depression his whole entire life. Um, this, this guy has battled with depression. He always has a happy face. He's always seems really 
really you know happy all the time but this is why I love him is because you never know what someone is going through I mean he's got a great family uh, a wife and kids uh, good dude he's young and he's a good fighter like he's got a lot of money but you never know what's going on inside someone's head so Tyson Fury comes out and tells us you know he got into some drugs and alcohol and he was was doing cocaine um, he ballooned up to 400 pounds and this guy's six foot nine he's already a big dude so 400 pounds completely out of shape uh, they he was going to commit suicide his, his wife didn't hear from him for a couple of days there was this huge story about Tyson Fury and what happened with him he decided to make a comeback into the sport of boxing and when he decided to do that, he came back and he fought Deontay Wilder, who had been knocking everybody out, literally everyone out, um, like a Mike Tyson-style fighter. And Tyson Fury came back, you know, got in shape, prepared himself for that fight against Wilder, and went a full 12 rounds with Wilder. He beat Wilder in that fight. And I'm going to say that right now, and you heard it here. He beat Wilder. He got knocked down two times by by Wilder. And when nobody beforehand had ever gotten up from Wilder's hits. He got up two times in that fight to finish it off. And not only did he get up, he beat Wilder the entire fight, 10 out of the 12 rounds. So here's the deal. Fury comes back from this crazy life issue and beats Deontay Wilder, but they call it a draw. Okay. But he gets back from that and he, you know, he, he talks about, you know, how well he's going to, you know, use that for a learning lesson. He's going to come back. He's going to do it again eventually. But he was focusing on the here and now. And so he got matched up with Tom Schwartz. Um, and, and here's what's interesting about boxing as well, guys. Everybody wanted that immediate rematch with Wilder and, and Fury. But Wilder, I believe, signed with Showtime Boxing. Um, and I think Fury signed with ESPN. So boxing is weird because they sign different promotions. There's not one, like, corporate sponsor. So they if they sign different promotions, they're, you know, they have to meet their contractual requirements, their agreements that they've made. So people would say well why is he fighting tom schwartz and why is wilder fighting uh brazil the other like a couple weekends ago it's because they have certain promotions and they sign with these these teams and they have to meet those contractual agreements now they can intertwine and they probably will later but they have to redo the contracts to meet that because the two promotions have to be able to come to an agreement like who gets the streaming like who gets to to push the match who gets the money for the viewership how do they split that this and that so it's a little bit different and more complex than people might think if you're just a casual fan so anyways fury goes into this tom schwartz match guys i was so excited to watch this espn did a great job with the documentaries for this fight two weeks leading up to the fight you heard fury even give thanks to that because it was an amazing promotion they were doing the documentaries for both fighters getting everybody hyped up for the fight um for you know what we would think is in the u.s is is just a you know, it's a smaller fight because Tom Schwartz is not the, the big name and neither one of them are from the United States. But ESPN did a good job getting people at least to be educated on who each person was. Guys, the, the, the what was expected was for, for Fury to come out there and dominate the fight. He's a better fighter, uh, more well-known fighter, but nobody knows what to expect in the heavyweight division because heavyweight fighters are big dudes and all it takes is one shot to drop somebody. So we saw that with Andy Ruiz and uh, Anthony Joshua just two weekends ago. So, you know, obviously we thought he was going to come out and beat Tom Schwartz, but you were always had in the back of your mind like, okay, well, he's got to be careful as well. He can't just get, you know, cocky in there and slip up because one shot can take you down. And what he did was just a work of art. He comes out in the first round of the fight, and he's picking him apart, just kind of throwing his punches out there. And what people might not understand if you're watching it, it looks like his punches are kind of soft, like he's slapping him almost, like just little tiny soft punches and fainting and stuff like that, like the fake punches. But he had Schwartz 
off his rhythm from the get-go just because he throws those punches. And when you're six foot nine, the thing is, is those punches aren't all soft. They may look soft, but you're six foot nine, you have a lot of leverage behind them. So they're actually very, very difficult punches that would probably knock the majority of us out when in, when the rest of the heavyweights, it looks like they're kind of just deflecting them off their shoulders. But those are hard punches. And um, you could see that Schwartz was kind of off his rhythm. He got him kind of nervous in that first round because he was just throwing punches and even his feints were causing Schwartz to open up a little bit. When And feinting is when you kind of like throw a half, half punch just kind of showing just to kind of see how they're going to react. Um, and when they start reacting, it shows that they, they've gained a lot of respect for your hits and they, they've got to they've honor those hits. So that's what was happening in that first round. Schwartz was already going for the feints. What was crazy to me is they opened up in a conventional stance, um, and that's, you know, left foot forward, typical, you know, left foot forward, left hand is your jab hand, right hand is your power shot. Then he comes back out in the second round. This is Tyson Fury. He comes back out in the second round in a southpaw stance, meaning your right foot's forward, your right hand is now your jab hand, and your left hand's your power shot. For those who are maybe not fully aware of how difficult that is, a lot of fighters will do that, but that is extremely difficult to fight at an efficiently high level fighting a different stance than your normal stance. So he came out there, though, and started picking him apart. And as from a defensive standpoint, if you're Tom Schwartz, that's very difficult to adjust to, especially if the fighter is efficient in that southpaw stance, right? So you might not realize it, but there's a lot that goes into it. When your right foot is forward, and then your Tom Schwartz and your left foot is forward, it throws off the angles completely. It completely throws off the angles and it makes you have to think a little bit more before you're punching because your feet always get in, like they get mixed up because you're always stepping on each other. Um, and you have to, the way that you take angles on your punches, are, it's a little bit different. Okay. So you have to actually think. And you could tell Schwartz was thinking way too much. He was sitting back, he was slow. And Fury picked him apart. He broke him. He broke his guard. He destroyed him. Um, that fight was unbelievable. He deserves a lot of credit. Fury does because when and, and then and then Schwartz decided, okay, I've got to throw punches back. And as he was throwing punches, and he's he's throwing them back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Fury went complete Matrix style at six foot nine, and completely just dodged every single hit. It was unbelievable to me the, the the nimble, quick feet and the way that he dodged those punches, how he was able to – he was so elusive, and that's what was unreal. And then after that, you could tell Tom Schwartz was completely broken because Fury comes in there, and he's throwing jab, 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 just kind of breaking his guard, uppercut with the left hand, which was his power hand at the time, then boom, comes with the, with the, the right hand straight across the jaw drops Schwartz, Schwartz gets back up and then Fury just came over with an, a relentless attack and what people didn't see at first glance, I didn't even see it until I watched the replay was the body shot, head shot, body shot but he hit him in the body, made sure he was touching him up and then finished him in the corner I thought Schwartz could have um, lasted until the end of the round at least, I thought the ref could have let it go, like Schwartz was guarding himself but he was he was broken, you could tell his, his nose was busted within the first round and Fury just came out there and was so masterful with his his punches accuracy precision power timing everything was so good um and what a what a great fight that was it was expected and then fury gets out and sings afterwards a little bit of aerosmith i just love tyson fury he was just so charismatic so happy he was very respectful to his opponent when the when the fight was over but it was just so good to watch there's two totally different styles there's boxers and there's fighters deontay wilder is a fighter 
Uh, he's a brawler. He wants to knock you out with one punch. And Fury is a is a boxer. He'll go out there and beat you as a as a boxer. He'll control the rounds. He'll hit you with his jab and just control the fights. He'll, he'll touch you up for a full 12 rounds if he has to. But he's got enough power to put you down when he needs to. I just love the guy. What a great fight. And for those of you who think that the heavyweight division, or sorry, that think the sport of boxing for that matter is dead, you're absolutely wrong. The sport of boxing is alive and well, uh, especially the heavyweight division. There are so many good fighters. You've got Fury, Wilder, Joshua. Ruiz now is kind of up there. Um, you've, you've, got, uh, you've got these top fighters, and it's just as good as it's ever been, and anybody can beat anybody. So that heavyweight division is as good as it's ever been. For everyone who's saying that mixed martial arts is a better sport, they're two totally different sports, Okay. They're two different sports, so they can coexist at the same time and be fun to watch on each one of them as long as you understand what you're watching. You're not going to go into a a boxing match and expect a mixed martial arts match. You can't do that, and you can't always go into a mixed martial arts match and expect a boxing match. Sometimes they're going to go to the ground, and it's going to be jujitsu fights. So, like, you've got to understand what you're watching when you go into it. Um, From a boxing standpoint, I thought Fury did an amazing job. Great boxer, so entertaining, and I cannot wait for when they actually put the the rematch with Wilder and Fury together. It's going to be phenomenal, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure that you are leaving me a review um, if you if you have an opportunity. Right when this episode's over, scroll down like when you're on the Apple Podcast app, and there's going to be an opportunity to you know give me a review and rate me. Um, it really really helps me out. So thanks so much for all you guys do, and uh, we'll be talking to you this Friday. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.